Hello, my friends, and welcome once again to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 74. Through this show, you and I will examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share our experiences through the podcast, the blog, and on social while building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is, how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. And if you like what you hear in the show, please share an episode and the podcast with someone you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are on. Now in today's episode, I'd like to invite you along for a discussion about the new that is ahead on our various journeys with grief. Through my journey, I have experienced so much over the past two and a half years that I wish you all to learn the things I have learned. To understand the intricacies of grief, the differences between mine and yours and anyone else's, and what we all can walk away with by knowing these experiences. Understanding the emotions on the horizon or surprises around the corner. So come with me as I explain why I believe we should lean into spring in all that is new. You see, I actually feel that spring provides me more of a feeling of the beginning of the new year than January does. Bear with me here. Now, for me, January seems more of a dusting off of the old, while February shows the promise of something fresh around the corner, but you're still sort of straightening up after the old year. While March and April, for me, truly begin to show the promise of something new and fresh. And I'll admit, part of this belief is also rooted in the fact that I was raised and still live in the Midwest, where the sharp changing of the seasons certainly influence my feelings. However you begin to approach spring and all the feelings, the smells, the physical changes and potential emotional refreshing it may bring, I believe if you have experienced loss of any kind, spring is a great catalyst to refresh yourself. Leaning into the newness of spring may be exactly what you need, even if you don't realize that you need it. Because in grief, we cannot and should not allow our life to fade into the sorrow that grief can bring. I've said it numerous times, and I will continue to say it out loud. My wife, Colleen, would not want me to allow my life to fade into sorrow. The type of fading where you suddenly have no distinction of your sorrow and your life, where you become the sorrow, that is not in any way what she would want for me or for our children. And I say this with a lot of confidence because we had the chance to discuss this. It was in fact a spring morning in 2020 as we drove to one of her last oncology appointments when she turned down the radio and simply turned and said to me, You need to date. It's okay. I want you to. Now, we continued that difficult conversation on so many levels that morning, with the takeaway being that from experience with the loss of her first husband, she understood the importance of me knowing I and our family deserve to live after she was gone. You know what? 
Maybe I shouldn't label that conversation as difficult as it was at the time an actual beautiful conversation as well. A conversation that I later appreciated, realizing how lucky I was to have had the chance to have that conversation, because I realized that so many do not. You see, it's really important in life, and in general, in fact, to allow ourselves the proper mindset in so many situations we come across. Grief, in fact, is no different, and in many ways, it may be a bit more important. And the reason I made sure to just now adjust my use of the term difficult, it's actually thanks to a good friend of mine, Angie Robinson, of the Practically Perfect Leader podcast. I know you may be thinking, how does that possibly connect with grief? Let me tell you, in so many ways, what Angie talks about regarding leaders in business is also appropriate for leaders in life, people in general, and many common everyday situations. Her last episode, Making Difficult Conversations Less Difficult, and may I add, difficult, is in quotes. You see, this speaks to the idea of labeling things in life. In this case, conversations, as difficult, for instance, and thus predetermining the mindset you enter that conversation with. And oftentimes, the takeaway you may leave the conversation with. So, as I see it, it relates very well with grief, and specifically the story I mentioned earlier, because I labeled it as a difficult conversation, when in reality, it became one of my most treasured discussions I've had with Colleen. I admit, it's not one which you want to have, but it was special, and it was beautiful. It was selfless and loving, and as I add more and more descriptors, it was anything but actually difficult. It was more simply unwanted. Obviously, no one ever wants to have that conversation, but once you have to, it becomes much more than the content of the conversation. It becomes the deeper meaning and the love in which it was given. It may be obvious for people on the outside of our grief that we as grievers have tougher moments in the calendar year. Obvious moments are usually holidays and birthdays, anniversaries, and so on. However, many times the more difficult moments are those which no one really knows about. Spring, for me, is a sweet and sour time of year for so many reasons. I mean, it's a bit of a yin and yang. It's a push and pull time for me. Colleen loved spring. Getting outside and having a chance to clean up the yard, make everything new again, the blooming of the trees and the grass and the flowers seemed to always brighten up the day, and it just brightened her up so much. And then there are the memories of events which happened in the spring. Just as Christmas will tug on our heartstrings for obvious reasons, so too are other seemingly mundane days of the calendar. And what I try to do for myself is lean into spring. Embrace it and embrace the joy that Colleen had felt for spring. Recently, I've begun to see that leaning into spring, because she loved it, and to possibly soften the blow of other more specific memories during spring, is not the only reason we should lean into it. I think it is far more important, at least at this point in my grief journey, to lean into spring for the newness of it all, the renewing it brings to life, which is a good lesson we all who are dealing with loss 
need to consider sometimes. Just as Colleen made certain to let me know her wish was for us to live on, we need to remind ourselves sometimes that it's okay to live on. I know it's not an easy thing to hear, nor is it a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. It truly depends upon so many details of our grief, the least of which is time. As you know by now, if you've listened to other episodes, there is no timeline for grief, and it is different for absolutely everyone. So just because someone two years after their loss is prepared to consider taking steps forward in their life and with their grief, that does not mean that it is magic time for everyone to do the same. But we need to be honest with ourselves. That time must come someday. We need to understand that we have a life to live. The true challenge is how to do it so while not feeling we are leaving something behind, someone behind. Isn't that where the truth lies? Isn't that our biggest fear? We don't ever want to leave them behind, but we need to live forward. We need to find a way forward, which again is different for everyone. We need to coach ourselves, push ourselves, identify for ourselves that new path ahead of us and what it looks like, or more specifically, what we want it to look like. And that's why spring for me specifically seems to be more accurately a beginning of the year, at least emotionally. I realize I have to find a way to embrace the new that is ahead. And I also know I will not have a problem bringing my grief, my loss, and my love for Colleen with me on that path. And the way I know this comes from within as well as externally, like the people who are in my life asking me the questions which make me truly think. For instance, my daughter said something to me just last week which really left an impression on me. And I will always appreciate that she was comfortable enough and strong enough to say it. It was in regards to social media posts that I had recently made. I often post in the Journey to Grateful Instagram account quotes and inspiration, honest reflections, and I have it automatically post on my personal account. And she mentioned to me that she appreciated what I post, but was hoping I would show in my personal account that as a family, we're doing okay. Posting more of our life and that we are okay. Remember as I began this episode, that idea that we should not allow our life to fade into the sorrow and become identified by it. That, right there, that is what she is referring to, even if she didn't know it. And she's right. And honestly, Colleen would have said the very same thing. I often find myself discussing with others who are on their grief journey the overall idea that we have to find a balance of grief and living. We need to identify a new way through life so that we can live life. I guess you can say when I'm discussing things like this with others, we are in turn coaching each other through this grief thing. All of its complicated roads, all of its surprising turns, and all of the things we experience— It's no surprise that this podcast and personal discussions constantly have me sharing experiences I have had or that I've heard from others and using those experiences to help guide others on their path with grief. 
Sometimes it is preparing them for something they most likely will experience. And sometimes it's providing them inspiration to get closer to taking the necessary steps forward, providing them a fresh lens in which to refocus their life, coaching others through grief. That's what we all do. That is certainly what this podcast does. You may say it is experience-based coaching because honestly, where better to be provided guideposts along your grief journey than with someone who has walked the same path you are currently on? Spring will soon offer a glimpse of new life, a refreshed view of our world and new possibilities and new perspectives. And perhaps this spring, I too will refresh what I do here, what I offer to you and others. Because I believe, actually, I know that experience-based coaching through this path that we are on is not only effective, but it's necessary. If we simply adjust our journey to be the one through grief and not encompassed by it, I think we all will grow forward in a much more powerful way. So would you join me? Would you become part of a new community where we all can find a way to navigate grief with confidence? to truly journey through grief to a fresh new perspective this spring. Let's do just that, and let's do it soon. Thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm very thankful that you have been here each and every week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story or ask questions. I'm glad to help if I possibly can. Head on over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels on Facebook and Instagram, request to become a guest on the podcast, or just simply contribute your story to our blog. While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. Also, I invite you to connect with me personally via email, tim at journeytograteful.com. And more importantly, give me a call, leave me a voicemail, or you can actually send me a text. The number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And lastly, I ask if you like this show, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show. Even if you've rated or reviewed the show before, a new perspective as we're getting down the road with this process would be helpful. It goes a long way to helping this podcast get in front of those who need it. You can go to journeytograteful.com and choose the leave a review button on the homepage or on the podcast page. Now, I'd like to share a passage written by Elizabeth Cooper Ross and David Kessler on grief and grieving. This passage puts into perspective my overall message. The reality is that you will grieve forever. You will not get over the loss of a loved one. You'll learn to live with it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss you have suffered. You will be whole again, but you will never be the same. Nor should you be the same, nor would you want to. So thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, 
I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye. Thank you.